So hi, welcome to Notes Podcast with Double Header. We're going to ask some fun questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean, and why is it not Double Decker? <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, the band started years ago. I think it was 2016. Um, we, uh, I'm the only original member of the band now. So like, basically, uh, I was like straight out of high school, and I met some dude in a cafeteria. And he liked pop punk and I liked pop punk. And then he invited me to a party. And then somebody behind me said pop punk. And I just went, huh? Uh, <laughs> and then he sent me an instrumental for a song. And I was like, all right, let me see if I can write something to this. And it really just started as like, oh, well, you know, I like writing music. But then we actually really liked the song. And he knew a few people. And I knew a few people. So we just came together and actually started the band. And we don't really know where the name came from. <laughs> uh it's kind of like a sports thing. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sounded cool at first, but then we found a Magic the Gathering card that is called uh, <laughs> yeah. Double Header. So I like to pretend that it's from that. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Solid. Uh, so, congrats on your newest release, Purple. How do you feel the response to it so far? Well, um, I don't know. It was weird because, like, I was at the time that we released Purple, I was the only member. Hmm. So, like, we were getting together as like an entirely different band like trying to like write stuff together and then I was like I'm just going to release purple. And the only reason I did that is because uh right before that I was in you guys know the band Makeout you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh they had the competition to see like oh who's going to be our next lead singer cuz Sam left. Mm-hmm. Uh I was in the competition oh. <laughs> and I was in the top 10. Oh. And like I got like a decent amount of exposure from that and I felt like it a little guilty not having something to put there so i was just like i'm just gonna put one of the double header songs that's the closest to being finished out mm-hmm. so i did and then like you know response from like, i would say like you know proportionally it's... based on like the fact that i was the only person promoting it yeah. at the time i would say it did pretty well <laughs> yeah i mean all things considered it was our first release so um and however it has its place though our next upcoming release more displays like our style as a whole. yeah mm-hmm. for sure. yeah it's a little strange yeah. putting purple out first because it's kind of like a slower more mellow song and like that's not like our overall style but like right, we're close. our <laughs> upcoming release which should be out within the next three or four weeks is a little more upbeat a little more hype yeah mm-hmm. very exciting Mm-hmm. So yeah, ba- like based on the reception of the song, we were just like, I guess we can just be double header. We just picked it up, and now we're here, a year later, thriving. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process? <laughs> I love when fans laugh at that question because I know it's gonna be shit. Uh, every song has kind of had its own yeah okay so a lot of the songs like that we still play now were written back when like with the old lineup and it was mostly just one guy would write the instrumental and he would kind of like program automate it and i would just be like all right i'm gonna write lyrics and then that was it uh but now (laughs) um it's more all over the place it's more i suddenly have like a flash of an idea in my brain and I have a manic breakdown trying to translate it to people in my dumb brain language. (laughs) As far as lyrical content goes, um, Zach and I really vibe with bouncing ideas off of each other. 
Um, I was in a band previously where I was a lead singer. I was in a band called Trailed and Morrow, um, where I was a lead vocalist there and the primary songwriter. So I have that kind of background and I have the same sort of approach that Zach has, like, this is it. And I need to give this to the world, but I don't know how to do it without feeling like I'm nuts. So, I mean, <laughs> it'll almost always start off with like an idea from Zach or Eric and it'll get passed off. Usually Tyler next. And we'll, we'll all collectively kind of like figure out some drums. Yeah. And then we'll give it to our rhythm guitarist, Ollie, who's not here at the moment. And we'll figure out like a nice bass rhythm and then I'll write some leads over it. And then we'll tweak it significantly from there. Yeah. It's never ever like exactly the same from like the very yeah. beginning idea, but it usually turns into something that we're happy with. Yeah. And yeah. like the, it's like, it's really weird because like when that first concept usually comes to either me or Eric, we usually have like a theme, like a vocal melody yeah. in mind and we just kind of build from there. So like, it's really good to have that kind of jumping point. And I feel like once one of us comes up with something like coming up with something is the hardest part. Yeah. Like once we have like something to go off of, it's just, it's just easy. From Ball there. gets rolling. Yeah. And then I start yelling things at people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Solid. Where's your headspace while creating purple? Oh, Yikes. are we gonna get into that? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we? it's a it's a really it's a really sad story. I don't know if you guys oh. want to go that deep, but um, only if you want to. Oh, no, you don't I, have I don't to. Mind. I don't mind. I really it's don't. Completely up to you. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, so, I think it must have been junior year of high school. The... <clears throat> 2015. So yeah. No, no, that was senior year then. No, no, no. Well, a senior year for me. You guys are two different ages. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're learning new things here. I didn't know who you were. So, oh, my God. There was this girl uh, that I liked a lot. She had a lot of things going on in her life. Yep. Uh, and, you know, sometimes things are too much for people. And she ended up... I don't know. How do you want to word it? <laughs> um... Taking her own life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so purple is about that. Like, you know, when I close my eyes, it's purple. The last color that you dyed your hair. Yeah. And like, it was, I was just in a very, like, it was a very stream of consciousness writing process the first time I wrote the song. And it's had a lot of changes since then. But, um, again, like I wrote that again, like back with the old lineup and it was really interesting, uh, to learn, uh, after I met Eric five years later yeah um if you guys are believers in fate or something <laughs> bigger um the song that purple is based on is well, this, the, the girl that it's about yeah the yeah. girl it's about is the same girl that i knew in my life um who Did, it's yes. the same it's the same girl there are trail to tomorrow songs that are about like my entire thing the entire Trill and Morrow album that I made was based around the concept of what I was going through, which was dealing with her loss mm -hmm. and the oh. loss of like my, one of my closest friends. I had known her since middle school and like Zach and I never knew each other until we joined Doubleheader together. And about a year into like us being in the band, the name was brought up. And then Zach looked at me. He's like, oh, you knew her too? I'm like, yeah, we were like homies. Like, you know. And it's just it's just a crazy coincidence that like it's a weirder coincidence that like me uh, Eric and Tyler we're all from well me and Tyler are from Madawan New Jersey and Eric's from Old Bridge which is where 
she lived, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or in Hazlitt? Um, yeah. She lived Hazlitt. in our general area. Zach's from, like, relatively far up north. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, a weird coincidence that, like, he ended up coming down here and meeting us. And, like, we got they ended up knowing this exact same person and writing two separate, like, totally different songs about her. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of just came together. And even more interesting is the fact that my role in this band was kind of, like, I didn't come into this knowing that I would like do music again for a while because after my old band, I was like, I think this is it. Mm-hmm. But then I just had this like feeling like, you know what? Like, let me just show up um, and just give it a go. And it's been going ever since. And it don't I don't stop. see it stopping. The crunch, <laughs> the crunch train don't stop. The crunch train don't stop. They call me crunch. Mm-hmm. We'll get that out there. We'll get that out of the way. Because I'm the, I'm the salt of caramel. Now, you know that, now that it's I'm out there, uh-huh. we will not respond to any other name but Crunch. And I think Crunch. you need to be aware of that. Well, I'm sorry to hear I'm not that, that good. <laughs> My name uh, is uh, Crunch. But uh, I'm not calling you Crunch. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, what bands or artist influences do you think you can hear the most oh, on that track? Man, this is the one. We could definitely give a list. This is the big one. Uh, I would say concisely, all of us are very heavily influenced by the Wonder Years. Yeah, oh, yeah. the Wonder Years are a big one. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I uh, draw a lot of inspiration from, uh, lately at least, I draw a lot of inspiration from like J-Rock bands because mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of that and they just make music better. <laughs> so I, I really try to like really like dive myself into that like thought process of writing and try to emulate it to a certain extent um i think knuckle puck's been a pretty big knuckle one puck yeah, is huge, always knuckle puck yeah mm-hmm. uh we actually have like a whole playlist on spotify of like the songs that i go to when i'm about to write and like i had them all like add shit and like it's been yeah. It's it is a long playlist now, but it like pretty much encompasses what our sound tries to lean to, especially yeah. now. And uh, another yeah. thing is like it doesn't really show it in purple too much, but like we try to kind of incorporate this dynamic between Zach and Eric. Who, yeah, they're both vocalists, and so like Zach was, Zach's like the lead vocalist, so he's got like a very like high upbeat kind of like poppy vocal style, and Eric has more of a like a say it, John. A crunchier <laughs> vocal style. <laughs> if we really had to get into it, so like I think uh... you guys couldn't see it. You guys couldn't see it, but like behind my back, uh, Eric was actually holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but say, John. Again, is another like I'm only one that we've been. They have a very similar dynamic to that. Yeah, but we definitely we want to like explore. Uh, adding different like layers and like levels of different genres to our sound now. So like we listen to stuff like Point North, and we like really really appreciate like what they do, and we try to like yeah. m- put our own spin on it now. I mean like, you won't see that as much in Third of October, but like that's we, the new yeah, release that we're coming yeah, out with. By the way, oh. hey, Street Third of October. But um, <laughs> uh, but like I like when we go in, we record the uh, the EP that we're putting together. Maybe, Maybe, probably, probably this either year. October, <laughs> November, or January. We will be recording that those. EP. <laughs> we are not sure yet. But yeah, like when we go in, like I plan on like bringing all of like my synth gear and stuff like that. And we're gonna like sit down and like when we get like rough drafts in, we're just gonna like really like 
hash out some stuff. Incorporate like a lot of. You yeah. want to try and get like a lot of different sounds yeah, that aren't definitely. as like. Once you get your digital amp, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's all coming together. Very Solid. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to Purple? Sad. Yeah. <laughs> God. I, I want you, like, I really want, I mean, the response that we got initially was really, really important to me because, like, it was a lot of people, like, saying, wow, this song, like, really hits home. And, like, they all interpreted it different. Like, it all it meant something different to everybody. Mm-hmm. And that is like really what I try to do with pretty much everything that I write. Like it, like when I release the song, it's not my song anymore. You know, when we release a song, it's not our song. Yep. It belongs to the listeners now. Like they make whatever they need to of it. And like, it was like, it was really cool to like have people reaching out and being like, wow, I needed to hear this today. And I was like, dude, that's what it's all about. But like in terms of like, sound like if somebody's like coming to a concert and like they're gonna like they're gonna hear the song i really want like that level of just like a hush falls over the room and then suddenly everyone is moving type thing like the yeah. thing like, it's something that like i really feel like the way that we play it now especially like it's mm-hmm. really something that grabs you and it, it's something that draws you in and it's something that holds your attention all the way through and I'm really, really excited to see how it plays out when we are allowed to play live shows again. And then just pointing, you know, pointing to the concept of like, yo, mental health is a big issue. Yeah, absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And if we can draw people in and help them like understand that more and understand the, like, the gravity of how it's impacting not just our generation, but like generations before and generations to come after, like, th- I think we've done our job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. We actually, we were trying to get the song onto like a, a suicide prevention comp album. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like they took the song. I just don't know if the comp album's happening, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, like that, like that specifically, like that kind of like having it as an outlet, like for that kind of thought process, like that is something that like when I came out with the song, I was really, really hoping to achieve, but I just didn't have the resources or know the people to like have an avenue to do that. But like in the future, because we do plan on re-recording and re-releasing Purple when we make a full length. Mm-hmm. So like we plan on like really like making it what we are at that point. And like I really hope that by that time we have like a way to really give it to more people like yeah. as as an outlet, you know? Cuz it means a lot to us. It's meant a lot to other people and I feel like it will mean a lot to the people who need it. Wow. All right. All right. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. May I ask who the who the suicide <laughs> comp was through? Who who'd you guys? What record label was doing that? The suicide comp, suicide prevention um, comp. Sparrowheart, I think it was. That's, oh, yeah. that's out. Yeah, I saw that on our timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. He just released that. Um, oh, really? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't too long ago. Interesting. Um, so you guys mm-hmm. have hinted at a couple of things: new song, new EP. What can you guys tell us about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. The 3rd of October, specifically. Um, we, I don't know. We just, fin- like, yeah, like we, we, we just finished recording last week, that yeah. single. Yeah. Like, like when we were initially slated to be on the podcast would have been the day that we finished recording it. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah so, like, yeah, we just finished recording it. We did it with uh, at Lumberyard Studios with Nick from... Uh, I never know how to pronounce his last name. Nick Bruzzese. Bruzzese. Yeah, that's <laughs> 
uh, and uh, we're really excited about it. Like we we got everything that we wanted out of the recording process. Like we went in with a song and we came in with a completely different song. You know, it was like we kept a lot of the parts mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. The bones like, are the same, which is the help of like, like facelift. the lumberyard crew over there. Like they kind of helped us like, yeah, like Zach said, like a mm-hmm. facelift. Like they, yeah. they, they kind of like we sat down with them and like we hashed out each part individually and they were like shot us some ideas and we shot us some shot them some ideas back and we kind of like ended up with a end result that we are crazy happy about oh, we yeah. are like thrilled yeah. about the way that song came out it's really exciting through double headers first like run as a band like playing live and everything like that this was one of people's favorite songs to hear when we played it mm-hmm. we just never got the chance to record and release it mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think it's going to become like the staple favorite song for a while but once that ep comes out <laughs> wow i'm telling you i'm telling you there there are some there's some really songs that we're really really excited oh, yeah. to record on that the EP. overall goal is for us to have the third of october and our five song ep out before 2020 ends or by january that's the general plan wait wait, have the ep in full out by By then finished probably not released we'd probably okay okay interesting all right uh so where do you guys see the band in the next five years Five years. Five wow. years. Dude, I don't know about you guys. I'm probably going to be right. <laughs> hey! oh. Five years. I see a car accident. No, I'm kidding. No. I don't even know, if I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Honestly. Well, okay. Big picture, we want to consistently keep putting out music. That's mm-hmm. a given. I mean, mm-hmm. we, as a band, are still relatively new to writing songs as a cohesive whole. Um However, that's going to change pretty quickly, I'd say, in the next year. Um, I feel like we're really going to get our process. We started getting better. We're going to perfect <laughs> our process. Um, For sure. But, five years' time, you know, I, I'm always thinking ahead. I mean, you can ask any of these guys. Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. good at that. Um, <laughs> he's a responsible adult out of us. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so, I would, honestly, I could see us definitely... Having a mid-sized following by that time in the scene. Yeah. Hopefully um, a full length. Headline, say, definitely headlining shows at that point. Oh, headlining mm-hmm. shows. I would say five years from now, I would hope that we're at least doing like half country legs of tours, you know? Yeah, um, we're definitely... Yeah. I, I feel like we'd be touring by then, definitely. Oh, yeah. and like At I, least on the East Coast. Of course. Like, yeah. But as a, a thing, like we are so willing to sell out <laughs> <laughs> as quickly as possible. Like, if... Any any record labels, valid. hit me up, bro. John's hit like, my line. <laughs> <laughs> no, so just, I can see that. It's a joke. It's a joke. You made it's it sound a, a lot worse kind of than it. It's not that much of a joke, but it's definitely it's a, little, it's a, it's a, it's a, a joke until until Hopeless Records hit you up and they're like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna sign?" You're saying hopeless. I'm thinking fearless. Goddamn, hopeless, fearless, <laughs> hopeless, or fearless. Dude. I'll use our, I'll hopeless, use our fearless, fearless records fearless mutual. Are like my dreams. But like, oh, honestly, like, I, dude, I'm because I mean, hopeless. Like, I've I've been an all time low stand <laughs> for a millennia oh, <laughs> at this point. God. Just oh. resonates in my soul. But I am such a simp for grayscale now. That like valid. Yeah. But like, and like, st- also between you and me, 
So it's like, just I'm constantly being pulled apart by like both fearless and hopeless. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if they both came to the table, I'd probably have to flip a coin. <laughs> oh my god! No. That's like, oh god! We, uh, that just gave me so much anxiety thinking about that. <laughs> dude, years down the line, we have a lot, lot to think about that. Well, but, like, I, actually, I'll just hit Fearless's DMs right now and tell them to sign you guys. We may or may dude, not. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Can you, can you do that's that? Right. Can you do that? Send a screenshot of it to us, and then like you can make we'll that. Like you can them. make that the cover of this podcast. <laughs> I'll make it. Just I'll make it a header on Twitter. No response. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no response. Yes. Actually, I'm trying to have them on the podcast first. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we- you know, this records <laughs> interview. So we'll cool. ask them like right in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling right you, like, you guys should have done the John Cena thing. We're like, <laughs> they just they just like bur- burst down the door now, and they're just like, <laughs> oh well, guess what? <laughs> Here's papers. <laughs> All of you have to get plastic surgery. Like. Oh, <laughs> You all gotta look like grayscale through and through. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say every single one of you needs to get plastic surgery to look like Andy Beersack. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that though. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, I'm gonna shift away from music, go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with drink? Oh, I think about this every with day. Drink. What? Love drink. Drink. That. I, I you haven't so a drink at me. <laughs> so upset that this was the question is this like a collective answer or no this is individual i can't decide Tell anymore her, you know? like, i have so many things oh man i was thinking about this the other day i knew it i was eating something i was eating something mad good and then i was just like <laughs> what no, was it yo what would mine be sheets sheets <laughs> oh my god you had straight sheets, but like, like that Dr Pepper barbecue sauce. No, that kind of that was kind of. That sounds. Oh, what are you talking about? Wait, no, it was bad. No, the Dr Pepper barbecue sauce. It's it was so good. weird. He does not man. know what he's talking about. It sounds There's interesting. No idea what he's talking about. It was weird. It's great. It's good. I don't drink. I mean, Dr Pepper basically so like is barbecue sauce already. Weird. Is it? I I don't think I've ever had it, so that's why I'm. Intrigued. Dr Pepper is just barbecue sauce soda, and you can't change my mind. Oh, <laughs> it's not appetizing. It's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember now. Um, I will go first. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. You have no choice. All right. Half rack rib platter. Ooh. From. All right. Sides though. You get two sides. Okay. There's this place in Philly called Wilson's Secret Sauce. (laughs) Okay. Their barbecue. Why are they laughing? All right. It's. I think my sides were um. <laughs> He's going in. He's a dad. Uh, what was dad it? Mode. He's going dad mode. Um, sides were corn fritters and oh. baked beans. Okay, God, and they put the they make the baked beans with the sauce that they use. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the objective is right. No, 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 wait, wait. Oh, you're forgetting the most important drink. They make two types of cornbread, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking. All right. So you got the regular cornbread, and then you also got the sweet potato cornbread. You know I'm picking the sweet potato cornbread, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> Yo, they... I don't know if they can see it, but y'all backed up like six feet when I was talking. Um, <laughs> I think my drink would be a... Uh... That's too funny. We're going to go fountain soda with this. We're going to go Coke Freestyle Machine. Mm-hmm. Coke Zero Cherry. Okay, like, mix? like a 32 ounce cup with like a little bit of ice, not too much. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. So the objective is clearly to go into car- <laughs> go into cardiac arrest before you get to the chair. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 
multiple people of tonight have given us answers like that where it would kill them before they got yeah, lethal injection. Like, I, I'm going to throw a twist at how am I being executed? Lethal injection. Um, lethal lethal injection. civil today. Lethal mm-hmm. injection? Yeah. It doesn't uh, matter, Zach, at the barbecue. So, <laughs> you and your barbecue crunch. <laughs> Do you call them crunch? Crunch. All right, you guys, I got to think all of a right, more creative right. answer. I'm going to go crazy with some breakfast. Zach, they're calling me crunch. Okay. <laughs> I want what? a pile of hash browns. I want fried eggs. I want a short stack. And I want a yingling as my drink. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, wait. Broad Street Diner short stack? Pancakes? Come yeah, on, with sir. like the sausage right. and the batter. Shout out. Oh my God. Broad Street Diner okay. in Keyport. They got mad good pancakes. Y'all need to check them out. Facts. Go to number oh one God. best diner in New Jersey. So oh, I, I'm in Virginia. <laughs> I have oh, to do wait. some prep for this. So okay. I'm going to write in my last will and testament that I need to be cremated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my last meal is going to be fireworks. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, popcorn kernels. And then uh, my... I like that. I like that idea, though. <laughs> my, last, my last drink is going to be just, like, <laughs> just, like, kerosene. And <gasps> I just, like, I just want to make I just want to make a show. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. my God. Wow. <laughs> so more violent actually, than popcorn. Actually, it'll be Starfruit Chicken Teriyaki from a mall. Any mall. Oh. It doesn't matter. That was a twist. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fireworks and kerosene thing. And then you were like, "No, nah, I'm kidding. I want chicken." <laughs> no, I probably, like, I'm trying to think like what my drink would be. Yeah, yeah. what would you drink? Kerosene. I'm like probably like one of those like alcoholic milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, like if I really don't, if I don't have to worry about tomorrow, <laughs> like <laughs> then I'm putting like as much Fair. rum in shake as I can, mm-hmm. and then like sure. I'm just like, all right, man. Listen, I don't have to worry about like, because all right, I try to cut down on meat and dairy as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I just, but like there are certain times that I'm just like, I need to treat myself right it's now. Your last meal, man. Yeah. So like, I feel like oh, that's right? the ultimate. <laughs> I need to treat myself. So chicken teriyaki and the most disgustingly alcoholic milkshake you can possibly create, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just don't have to worry about the morning. Okay. <laughs> okay. Point. Simple. Tyler, go. Uh, keep in mind, simple with a, a nice. Fat, juicy steak. Yeah. Uh, what kind of steak? Yeah, what cut? Prime rib, son. Oh. Ooh. All right. And uh, with some loaded mashed potatoes on the side. Oh. oh. You, you don't have to pay for this meal. You can get filet mignon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. No, prime, prime rib's just better. Oh, oh, but how do you like your steak done? Medium well. Oh. Bro, that <laughs> thing's going to be tough. <laughs> it's a waste. It's a waste. It, is a waste of, it is a waste of a good cut of meat. This is going to be the most controversial (laughs) podcast y'all do. (laughs) Of all the answers. Just know that you are one level away from getting your steak how Trump does it. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, do you have a drink? Yeah, drink with that. To go with your steak. Oh, a tall glass of Jack Daniels. Oh, there he is. I knew it. I knew it from the second you said drink. (laughs) All right. uh, So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh. <laughs> Alright, really? uh, I got this one. Most, I got of, most of us are fucking <laughs> <laughs> wow. curveball. Most right. of us are fucking weebs, so like keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I recently watched Dragon Prince, and I think that world would be cool as hell. There's like so much magic and shit in there. I would love to live in the Dragon Prince world. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would probably pick 
Uh, no, there, no, that's too chaotic. I don't want to get killed in a terrorist attack. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Gundam, but because like I just want I want a Gundam so bad more than anything in the world. I want to pilot a giant robot. <laughs> okay. But like, point. you know, you run the risk of yeah. like depending on which Gundam series you. Pay. I'm gonna say Iron Blooded Orphans. Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans because then all you got to do is just get a surgery. <laughs> and suddenly you're incredible at fighting robots against people. Okay. And then most of the people that you're fighting against are usually fascists, and I feel really good about that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> All right. See, oh, man. When Zach brought up the anime thing, I'm like... Or maybe Hunter Hunter, just so I can hit on Hisoka. Well, like, honestly... <laughs> I'm gonna just say it. I would go. I would live in the Naruto world. Uh, I would. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is definitely a I would good just choice. Do it. That is. Definitely I didn't want to sound choice. too like. Oh, I watch anime, but it's like mm. Naruto's cool. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, I, I grew Naruto, up on the show. Yeah. I grew mm-hmm. up on it, so it's like in Naruto, like having that level of skill that you are like a cool guy is so much more accessible than yes. anything else. Yes. Truth. Yes. So I. Yep. Yeah. I'm there. Respectable answer for sure. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Is that- I gotta go with Halo. Okay. Ooh, Wait, which okay. one though? I like that. Ooh. Yeah, like which one? That. Like what time period? Which Halo? Yeah, which one? You, you just get born into the Halo world and then <laughs> hope you get kidnapped as a kid and turn into a spark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't like you get like you get to the point where you're like seven years old and now you have sentient thought and you're like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they missed me. <laughs> Dang it. So. I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. Oh, oh God. What I don't think your... anything beats a food question. I'm sorry. <laughs> what <laughs> is food is number one. Your favorite sorry. color. What's our favorite uh, color? Okay, guys. Is it, right, is it guys. a group? answer. <laughs> I think ready? it's purple. Damn it! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Drop the gun! I was gonna count down, you stupid bitch! <laughs> you took too long. Everyone yell at John! I wanted to make sure everyone was ready! I was, gonna, I was giving a hush for All right, the ready? effect! Alright, ready? Three, two, one. Baby girl. <laughs> I said purple. <laughs> I don't know about I you guys, guess. but my favorite color is actually purple. Like, yeah, really? no, it has like, been prior. Honestly, like, yeah. a, like a pastel yeah. lilac is definitely my mm-hmm. favorite color. Like, I like, I, like I, the dark kind of purple, like Gengar purple, you know? Oh, Gengar purple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not like the new Gengar purple. Shadow purple. Not, like, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, Pokemon Crystal Gengar purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. <laughs> That's I specific. Just, <laughs> I just played way too much Saints Row as a kid. So, like, I oh, like, yeah, I am, yeah. yeah, you feel me. Yeah, like, yeah, I am yeah. desperately attached to royal purple, but, like, I wear so many so many pastels now that I'm just like it's got to be lilac. Like just look at it; it's so pretty. Tyler, <laughs> I like blue. <laughs> <laughs> that is purple, kind purple, of a, purple, it could be construed really as a shade of purple. And what's your favorite color, Ollie? Oh, it's purple. Thanks, Ollie. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> we got him. Yeah. So by the time this by the time this podcast comes out, we're probably gonna have merch ready for order. Yes. Um, we're gonna we got we got dad hats, we got beanies, we got t-shirts, two different colors. They are team jerseys. Join the team, bro. Um, we got we're gonna have most likely by the time this comes out, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know like what your upload schedule is, but most likely like third of October will probably be out or at least be being promoted at that point. So yes. check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. I will shit post and bully heart, uh, heart attack man all day. As you um, should. <laughs> that's how I do it. <laughs> I just talk shit to heart attack man on Twitter, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, he loves it. It's great. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, on, uh, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, doubleheader NJ. Uh, definitely stream purple, stream purple as much as you can because that version will be obsolete at some point, and I think that it is very important to hear it in general. <laughs> I agree. Um, Hell yeah! Anything else? Are we missing anything? Um, we're gonna start streaming on Twitch together at some point. Yeah, no. we're gonna start that up soon. Yeah. And uh, if you like how Zach and I interact now, <laughs> oh just boy. wait, just wait until I'm team killing him and something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. That is the that is all right. It's unhinged. That's the name of our stream now. Wow! <laughs> oh, oh See, look at this. That's a good one. It oh, is a good shit. one. Double header unhinged. <laughs> Double header yeah. unhinged. Yeah. Let's go. No need to credit me. I do this for Copy. free. <laughs> um, so thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Doubleheader and we're the Good Noise Podcast.